Good morning, it's July 30th, and this is a follow-up to my post today, which I decided to make the theme of my post, um, your tarot card personality profile. This is kind of something that I put together based on separate um, methods of understanding yourself through the tarot cards. So the three methods that I accumulated and decided to create a profile out of for anyone that wants to know who they were meant to be when they came into the world, um, I did this through um, birth cards, which are a very common um, um, numerology way of coming up with your birth personality, um, and also your astrological sun sign card and your court personality card. So with birth cards, um, anybody that comes up with the numeric combination that is done through a math formula by adding your birth year, month, and day together, anybody that comes up with that combination is going to fall under that personality. So, um, you know, and, and there won't be, there'll be, there'll be more than one person, obviously. This, there's only so many combinations in the cards that can be created, but, um, but there won't be as many that fall under that as the ones that fall under your birth date astrological card. So that would be your uh, sun sign card, and that's anybody born between this date and this date in any given month. Okay, mine happens to be July. And I think Cancer runs from just at the end of June all the way through to like, golly, the 19th or the 21st of July. I'm not remembering. Honestly, I'm just guessing. But anybody that's born between the end of June and mid-July are going to be, are going to fall under the Cancer Sun sign card, which is the chariot. And then there's only four queens in the deck. And this is kind of an old school way to do it. So <clears throat> anybody that is a Cancer is either going to be a Queen of Cups or a King of Cups. It is gender neutral. <coughs> Sorry. So if you're a woman, you may identify more with the queen. Or if you're, if you're a man with more, you know, that has more feminine tendencies, you're going to identify with the queen. Or if you're a woman that's more masculine, you're going to identify with a king. So it just depends. We all have a little bit of both in us. And um, it's not always 50-50. So... Moving on, this was my own personal birth card profile, personality card profile. So I'm going to start with the two cards at the top. Those are birth cards. I did write down on my post the, um, the formula for reaching your birth card. So you can do this yourself. Um, you take your year and the month and the day and you add it top to bottom, kind of the old, old school math way that you learned in grade school. And 
well, at least I learned it in grade school. I don't know what they're teaching in grade school <laughs> anymore, but um, you add it down, and I came up with 1975. So now you put a little plus sign in between each one of those numbers, and you add that across. Um, so 1 plus 9, 9 plus 7, 7 plus 5, that equals 22, okay? So the 22 number is my first number. Now, because I ended up with a double digit, and it does fall within the 22 major arcana cards. Um, then you add the two and the two together, reduce it down one more time, and you get a four, which also falls within the realm of the zero through 21 major arcana cards. So I have two cards. So these are called your birth cards. They are the energies that were in play most powerfully the day you were born, okay? So if you can interpret these cards or you can have someone interpret them for you, you will get further insight into um, the magical um, energies in the universe the day you were born. I do call it magic because to me, life is magical and it, it should be magical every single day. It's a gift because so many things had to come together for you to be here that it should be seen every day as a gift. It should never be a chore. So why not want to understand who you were meant to be when you came into the world and the universe plays a part. And that's a whole nother discussion about energy and why the tarot cards work the way they do and what they can teach us about life and ourselves and this magical journey that we're all taking together. Um, so anyway, uh, I have two cards. And these cards are oftentimes, they have different names. So they're meant to be your inner and your outer personality. I mean, that is the simplest way for me to refer to them. One is the inner personality that you are at your core. And the other one is the what you let others see what you're okay with others seeing. So what do you keep close to you and what do you allow out of the bag? <laughs> so, um, you know, with me, I have the emperor and I have the fool. So oftentimes, depending on, you know, different readers, different numerologists, they all do it a little bit differently. They get, you know, they should come up with the same answer, but they might get there in a different way. And some people like to label these like, oh, well, the 22, the full, that first one, that's the face you show other people. And the second card, if you reduce it down, that's who you really are inside because you had to dig a little deeper to get to that number. So for me, if that were true, then the face I show other people is the fool. <laughs> and the emperor is kind of my inner core of who I really am. And maybe I try to hide that a little bit. Who knows? So other people might say that the first one is your true personality and the second one is the face you show other people. What I like to do is let you decide for yourself which is which, okay? Um, and that usually will, you can figure that out pretty quickly because these cards are, are, are pretty right on. Like I said, they're gonna be a little more intense. They're a little more detailed um, so there aren't, not, not many people are going to have the same com combination that you have. Um, so 
And the funny thing is, is as you do other people's birth cards and you start to see their combinations, you know, you'd be surprised how many people close to you are the emperor. How many people close to you are, you know, so, and, and if they're the exact same as you, you either get along with them really well or you just don't get along with them really well. It's, you start to s make correlations. So, so this is what I mean when I say through tarot, you can really learn more about yourself and you can more about why you make the choices that you make and why you um, run your life the way you do. It's just really fascinating to me. It's human psychology, and I think it's fascinating. Um, and I do see it as a science. I was raised in a house with science. I was not raised with religion. I was raised by a very spiritual mother who believed in the beauty of life and believed that we were all connected through our spiritual beings, through our spiritual belief, but we all just chose a different path. We're all going to the same place. She was very logical and open-minded about spirituality, and both my parents had a very um, staunch Catholic upbringing. Um, but they made choices as they got older, and they raised us through with science and with being very spiritual and appreciative of this gift that we all have called life. So interesting combination, but... Uh, then we get to, so, so for me, my inner personality is definitely the emperor. My outer personality is the fool. So let me explain that further insight. We've had the emperor in readings before, and I know if you go back through my feed and my thread, you'll find something on the emperor. But just briefly, the emperor sits on a stone foundation. Um, he is, which, which would which would nod to rigidity, right? Um, very kind of rule-oriented and boundary-oriented and formula-oriented, and I got to know exactly how we're going to do this. Let's plan it out. Let's figure it out, you know, because... And, and probably my way is the best way. <laughs> uh, the emperor control. Control is one of the big words with the emperor, if you were just going to do keywords. Foundation a solid, secure, reliable foundation. That is the emperor. Um, but if you look at him, he's wearing his gold crown. You know what I mean? So he's, he's like, his appearance is kind of important to him too. All right. And he doesn't want to come off too severe. So he's kind of got his clothes draped softly around him. Um, there are mountains in the background, so he's not afraid of a challenge. Um, and he's got a long white beard. So there's a lot of wisdom behind the emperor. That beard and the white hair kind of softens him a little bit. Um, but he is like a king. He sets the boundaries and he sets the guidelines. And he does try to share those boundaries and those guidelines with others. Um, you can see the ram heads on his throne because the emperor is the astrological card for Aries as well, okay? So if someone was an Aries, like I'm a Cancer, and if you look on this profile, my astrological card is the chariot. If I was doing birth cards for an Aries, this emperor might be down there in that position because that's their astrological card. So um, anyway, this is my core. 
And interesting, interestingly enough, when I choose a partner, historically, I have chosen Aries as my partner a couple of times, more than a couple of times, okay? Um, and I'm just talking about my dating life. I, I just seem to be attracted to Aries. And the funny thing is, is I'm a Cancer and we are total polar opposites. I am Cancers historically are softies. Um, they're, they're kind of introverts. They're, they're a mouse in the house. They're ho they love their home and their shell. You know, they're um, very emotional people. They're easily offended. They're very sensitive. And, and some of that applies to me. I am, I am very much a Cancer. But my birth cards, which hold more weight than my astrological card because there's less they're much more detailed. They go down to my dates. My astrological card only signifies a month. These signify a date, a year. I mean, you could throw the time in there probably and get it down even more detailed. But seeing the emperor in my birth cards, now the light bulb goes off and I'm like, that, that's why I choose emperors all the time. Because I respect people that are similar to myself. Um, and, and I don't want, I, you know, at the same time, I keep this attribute to myself because I also know that I can be controlling and that's not necessarily controlling is a good attribute in certain situations like your job, but in your personal life, you don't want to be controlling. It's not good at all. So that's why this is my inner personality card. I kind of keep it inside. Now, what comes out it, with this card that others see in me is my sense of family, which is very strong, a very strong sense of family. I'm happier when I have a happy family around me. I'm not good when I don't. When something's out of whack with someone I love, I don't, I don't care much about what people think about me. And that is also an emperor trait. However, the people I care the most about, I care very much about what they think of me and how they feel about me. And when there's a problem, I want to fix it. And that's the cancer in me. <laughs> so I'm rambling now. So this is my personality inside. My personality outside is the risk taker, the adventurer, the I'll try anything once person. So the emperor is very rigid and the fool is not rigid at all. The fool is just walking along he doesn't understand boundaries because he's never had to deal with them. He's the zero card. He has not been jaded by life yet. So imagine a personality like a newborn baby that comes into the world and goes, man, that's a really pretty color. I'm going to walk towards it. And you, it gets closer and it's a bee with a giant stinger and it gets you right in the forehead. You know, come here, birdie, birdie. Doesn't have a clue that he's going to get stung right? Or a flame of a fire. It's super pretty and it feels warm and inviting, but oops, you got too close and now you're burned and you have a blister. So this is the fool, just like a baby that'll stick its hand on a hot stove because it's never felt what that is. So, so the fool goes through life smelling the roses, you know, make sure their packed light will go off on any adventure that sounds fun. And is so busy looking around at everything going on that he doesn't even see that he's about to step off of a cliff. 
but he's got his little companion there, the tiny little dog at his feet, barking like crazy, going, stop, you're going to step off a cliff. You're not watching where you're going. But the fool doesn't care. And this is where we start out in life. And it's so, so the message with the fool would be the desire to see life as a new thing every single day, never get caught up in one way because you're dead and, and, and never stop seeing the adventure in everything you do. So, uh, and he takes risks. I mean, I have, I have started three businesses. I have quit a very well-paying job because I felt like it was killing my soul <laughs> and my spirit. And I started a business not knowing what was going to happen. And luckily, it turned out, and it wasn't luck, it was the emperor, because I am very controlled when I set my mind to something. So that's the good side of the emperor. You know, I make things happen. So, so these, are, these are considered, this combination, this combination of cards is called the perfect entrepreneur combination of birth cards. But this, so these are my birth cards. And I know I'm making everything sound really good, but yes, I can be a control freak and I can be kind of ditzy and not pay attention. I'm not very observant. I don't look around. So um, in life, I'm, I just want to have fun. <laughs> so really, I feel like the fool keeps the emperor um, balanced because you don't want too much of either one of those cards. So those are my birth cards. Now, the next one up is my astrological card. And like I said, the pool of people that is going to share this card is bigger, a lot bigger than the pool of people that is going to share my birth card combination. So this is any person born under the sign of cancer. And that would be in the month of July between, you know, the end of July and, or the end of June and mid-July. Anybody born within those dates, okay, has the card, the chariot. This is a driven person. Also, look, his chariot, even though his chariot is meant to be moving and flowing, um, he is, it's a stone chariot. So this is a very well-directed person. This person makes their own choices. And if you notice, the emperor sits on a stone throne too. So, you know, the trying to be better person in me will ask you what your opinion is, but I will already have mine. And I will already be convinced that my opinion and my way of doing things, it might be the best way. So something that I always have to work at for myself is listening to others and really considering their angle. One thing I hear from my significant other person in my life is, um, you know, you, you have a hard time considering another perspective. Why can't you just sometimes take a chance and do that? And, and, you know, sometimes I do, I have to weigh out the severity of the situation to decide whether or not I'm okay with relinquishing control. Cause I do feel like I have to control everything and it's not necessarily telling people how to do things, but making sure that they happen. <clears throat> I am the quintessential person that thinks if I don't do it myself, it's not going to get done right. So I have to remind myself every day to sit back and, and not do that and let, you know, just let it play out. Let it play out. It may not work out the way you think it should, but give it a chance. So th the chariot has the crescent moon, 
on his shoulder because the moon is the cancer, um, universal cancer symbol is the moon. And you can see his wheels are turning. He has a black and a white sphinx at his feet because they're pulling his chariot and he knows exactly which way he's going to go. He's already chosen his path. So the line, the tagline that comes up with the chariot card and the key word line is in the driver's seat. The chariot personality understands that life does not happen to you, that you make it happen. You make those choices. You can't blame someone else for an outcome because you've made the choice to go one way or the other. And every situation has a, uh, there's, there's, there's positive attributes to every situation and there's always a negative. And this person is aware of that. A lot of people aren't. You know, why did it turn out like this? Why? I don't understand. Well, because, because this, because every situation has risks. And so when you make a choice, you are accepting whatever risk goes with that choice. So anyway, the, the chariot is, the chariot personality is, is a strong driving personality. So you would want a chariot person behind you if you're starting off on a new venture because this is a very, this is a person with a lot of drive um, and a lot of enthusiasm. So <clears throat> they're in the driver's seat. Um, the other thing I was going to say, oh, if you notice there's water behind the chariot, so there's, and it's moving water. It's not still water. It's, it's moving. It's flowing. There's a lot of um, buildings and castles behind the chariot. So this is a driving force. This is a person setting out on a path. Um, so it, it, you know, it's, it goes along really well with the emperor card, very similar, similar personalities. The other thing that I derive from this is, and I kid you not, my two favorite numbers when I was a little child was four and seven. And it's, they've been my favorite numbers my entire, since I can remember. And long before I ever understood <laughs> birth, um, birth cards or tarot or numerology or anything like that. So I found that interesting as well. So then you have the queen of cups and there are only four queens. So unfortunately, these are old fashioned cards. They're, you know, they're the Rider White deck. So they've got the traditional um, scenes on them and you know back before we accepted the fact that things are gender neutral um, typically if you are a cancer woman then your court card is a queen of cups because cups are the cancer suit they're the water suit and water is the cancer element so you would be a queen of cups and if you were a younger girl you might be the princess of cups or you might be the knight of cups if you're a younger boy. So they tend to put age ranges on these um, personalities and they put genders to them. But honestly, there's, there are women that are going to identify more with the King of Cups personality and there are women that are going to identify more with the Queen of Cups personality. Okay, so the Queen of Cups, uh, so it doesn't matter, it's gender neutral. So the Queen of Cups also has water moving um, at her feet. She's very intuitive, and so is the chariot as well. You see the moon symbols. You see the water symbol, the shell. Um, 
crabs. Crabs are big because the crab is the symbol for cancer. So you're going to find all these symbols on these cards because they're associated with cancer. Um, and she sort of, you know, she also has a gold crown on. Um, and she's got, you know, one foot in the water and another one in the sand. And she's sort of gazing into her chalice. And she's not looking forcefully ahead. She's a little dreamy. She gets caught up in her own emotions and how she feels about things. So she makes her decisions based on her feelings. Um, you know, she falls in and out of love easily, probably. You know, she's very emotional. She's very understanding. She's also very dreamy, creative, and intuitive. So these are the attributes of the Queen of Cups. So um, you take these personalities now and you put them together and it's like doing a vision board for who you are, <laughs> kind of. So it's kind of fun to see how they all correlate together. And I would, so if I was going to tell you me, I am an emotional person and my emotions can run both ways. I can be very sensitive I can, my feelings get hurt super easy. I tend to read into things too much. Um, I hate texting. I absolutely hate te texting. I wasn't crazy about phone calls back when that was the only way to communicate if you weren't face-to-face -face because all you have is the inflection of a person's voice. Now we've got texting and I don't even have that. So now just take, you know, my... I read into things too much and amplify it because now I've lost the inflection in the voice and I can't see their face. And you know, cancers, especially the queen of cups, female cancer, reads everything. You know, we're hearing your words, but we're reading your face, your body, the way you're standing. We have the ability to take every aspect in that's why cancers are very intuitive and oftentimes cancers are empaths. An empath knows how people are feeling and, you know, it's, and, and some are, and it's, it's an, it's an intuitiveness. Intuitiveness to me, we all have it, but it is a sense. It's, to me, it's right up there with the five senses, but it is the sixth sense. And because it's a sense in the brain, you can't, actively smell it. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't taste it. You can't hear it. You can feel it. It's an inner feeling. It's, it's, it's a sense that lives in our subconscious sort of, um, it's not tangible. So we don't give it a lot of, um, time. We don't, we don't spend any time trying to understand it. We all have it. So much like a chef that has a wonderful sense of taste, like he can taste something and break it down, reverse engineer it and tell you everything that's in it. I couldn't do that because I'm not, I don't pay attention to that. I love beautiful music, but I couldn't compose a song because I don't have that creative ability. But my creativity lies in how I read people. And if someone walks into a room and they're upset, they don't have to say a word. I can feel it. It's like a wave that hits me. Um, and when things are tense, I can feel it. So uh, 
that is my ability and th and these are these are cancers cancers are like that now take that part of me and pair it up with the emperor and you've got an oxymoron you really do and uh i've known a lot of cancers in my life i still do um and I'm, I'm not a typical cancer. It's very clear that there's something else in my mix. And the something else that is in my mix is kind of this masculine energy. And I've always been aware of it. I've never been a girly girl. Um, I've always enjoyed the company of uh, friendships with, with men more than friendships with women. And when I do have friendships with women, I, I tend to pick women that are fairly strong and opinionated. I have a really hard time with the ones that aren't. Um, so anyway, these cards fit me very, very well. If you haven't done this as an exercise for yourself, you really should try. The, uh, the other thing I want to say about your tarot card personality profile is, you know, I... I visit my parents um, probably, well, they're older now. Um, I visit them. I, I was visiting them before the um, COVID-19 virus once a month. They're close enough. It's a two-hour drive. I can do it. And, you know, going home to me is like recharging myself. Uh, I get around my mom and I get around my dad, and it reminds me of who I was. And I'm not saying that, I embrace every aspect of who I was when I spent the first half of my life with them. But they taught me the foundations for who I am. And, you know, not all of us can say that. I understand. Everybody has a different journey. But um, for the most part, I was lucky enough to feel like, damn, I got a good deal. And I'm glad that I happened to pop into their, <laughs> I popped into their path and that was lucky. And I was able to travel the first half of my life with them. But go back even further. Um, not everybody has that. And sometimes going back and discovering who you were literally before you met your parents, um, when you were alone, you came into the world you were alone. Your mom was there, but you didn't know her yet. You were total strangers. So what did you come into the world with? What were your skills? What did the universe or the creator or God, whoever it is that you see as your, your source of inspiration, um, your, your divine source that you believe in, because with tarot, it, it has no, doesn't make that choice for you. So what were the tools you were given? Who were you designed to be? And, and, and that design was set in motion knowing that you were going to travel a path and that life was going to mold and shape that design in a different way. But this is almost like a reboot this is almost like, and you don't have to reboot, but you go back to who you were meant to be. And it's interesting to see because you probably still have a lot of those attributes. Um, but some of those attributes have been molded and shifted and changed. And that is change is part of 
our journey, which you learn when you go through the tarot deck, when you look at the fool and where the fool starts and how the fool spends the first um, one third of his life in the loving arms of his family and how that changes him. Your siblings are going to change you. You know, you might have a sibling that's super nasty for, for one reason or another, and he just beats you down. He's going to alter some of these original traits that you had and change the way you see the world, which in turn is going to change how you make the choices that you make. So this is fascinating to do. A lot can be gained from it. So um, I highly suggest that you let me do a birth um, a, a tarot personality profile for you consisting of your birth cards your sun sign card and your court card together we'll break it down learn who the universe meant the course that the universe set for you and how you altered that course along the way it's really good and valuable information and I, I do it in a nice colorful layout so you will have something permanent that you can take with you. Um, and, and then we'll have, we, can have, we will have a discussion over the phone. So I'll email you a layout that shows you your cards, brief descriptions, keywords, how, you know, how they all relate to each other. And then we'll do a 30 minute phone call where we'll talk about it together. You can ask questions. Um, I can get a little more in depth like I did with my own profile. And um, hopefully you'll come away with some really, really cool, cool information about yourself. It's like doing your, um, your astrological, you know, your astrology birth chart, but it's a little easier to understand. All right. Well, thank you. This was a long podcast. So um, I apologize for that, but I had a lot of fun. So thanks for listening.